Hi, I'm Mark McAvoy, the City Administrator in Liberty Lake. Welcome, esteemed scholars, to the Liberty Lake Deep Dive, the podcast of pedagogy from the city of Liberty Lake, Washington. I'm David Gaynor here in the vast and ivy-covered hauled broadcast studios of City Hall. On this show, City Administrator Mark McAvoy returns to fill you in on one of the innovative offerings he's brought to his role, the Liberty Lake City Academy. He will tell you exactly what this is with details about both the spring and fall offerings of this free program from 2023. Before we get started, let's first go through orientation as Summer Darrow of the Community Engagement Commission presents today's Know Your Liberty Lake trivia question. This is Summer Darrow of the Community Engagement Commission. If you previously attended the Liberty Lake City Academy, you would already know the answer to this next question. Which of the following is not one of the services that Liberty Lakes residents receive directly from the city government? Is it A, street maintenance, B, police services, C, code enforcement, or D, solid waste pickup? You can get the answer by signing up for the next City Academy, or you can get it by just listening until the end of this show. Mark McAvoy, City Administrator, inventor of the City Academy. Can we say that? And say inventor of this version of the City Academy. <laughs> so for the purposes of this conversation, do we call you Dean? Uh, are, you you, the de- are you the Dean of the City Academy? I'll, I'll take that title. You can call me Dean of the Academy. Provost? Can we call you Provost? Potentate. Potentate. Is, is, is maybe more appropriate. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mark, first question. What is a City Academy? Essentially, it's an opportunity to bring people together um, and allow them to understand at a deeper level what the city government does. If you live in the city of Liberty Lake, we want you to know with a better understanding how the government that you fund with your tax dollars works for you, what it does, how it delivers services, how it makes decisions, how it allocates resources. So essentially, that's what the academy is designed to do. You joined the uh, city of Liberty Lake from Texas in summer of 2022. You had some version of this in your previous position or positions before, correct? Yes, we had a city academy in one of my former cities, and there are many versions of these across the U.S. This isn't a novel concept, but each place probably does it a little bit differently based on what their goals and objectives and scope is. Did you come into Liberty Lake thinking, I want to do this, I want to do a city academy at some point? The mayor and I had had a conversation during the recruiting process of some of the goals that she had about promoting more proactive community engagement. And one of the things that I mentioned to her at the time is that I had experience with delivering this kind of thing and that it's not a magic bullet. It's not the only thing that you should be doing, but it's part of an overall and a more comprehensive community engagement strategy. And so she thought that was a great idea. And after I came and started work, we started talking more specifically about what that may look like. Go ahead and tell people what the typical night was like during these city academy sessions. So typically we designed each session to be about 90 minutes in length. And depending on which topic was scheduled for which week, we had a presenter lined up and we came into the session with a presentation, but every week was always intended to be a dialogue. So the presentation was only designed to be a starting point, and it was designed always to prompt a dialogue between the audience and the presenter about that topic. 
the concept of a city academy to learn about city government could sound kind of boring to some people, but you split things up into different topics on eight different Thursdays. How was this something that was different beyond the typical going to school class session sort of a thing? We tried to uh, schedule the sessions in such a way and deliver them in such a way that people wouldn't feel like they were sitting in a classroom. We, We did not want this to be a lecture. We wanted this to be completely interactive so that each individual, regardless of why they came to the academy to start with, was able to get something out of it on each respective session. So for example, on the night when we had the fire chief and the uh, 911 center in, there was a lot of conversation at that time, which was prior to the Medical Lake fire, about wildland fire mitigation. That conversation obviously was something that people had an interest in based on the conditions that we live in and some of the potential hazards that we face. And it just happened to be something that ended up showing itself later in the summer in the Medical Lake Fire. And so stuff like that is what we want these sessions to be is a is a natural way for people to hear about how the services are delivered so that they can just interact with them coming from where they're coming from. It should be purely dynamic based on the makeup of the audience and the particular relationship that that presenter on that night forges with them and the natural dialogue that occurs as a result. Let's tell everybody what were the some of the topics that were discussed over those eight nights in spring and during uh, the fall session, which is on the calendar for October 19th through December 14th. Sure. We wanted to have a makeup that represented kind of the core services that someone who lives in the city of Liberty Lake is expecting. And so we have a session that is related to law enforcement. We have a session that's related to fire and EMS. We have a session that's related to the budget. We have a session that's related to land use and zoning and how those decisions are made and some others. And so really what it's designed to do is to make each week a topic that's focused on a core service that someone who lives in the city pays for through either taxes or user fees and to help bring about a much better and deeper understanding of how that service is planned and delivered, how it's funded, how decisions are made, how partnerships are forged, because the city itself is not responsible for delivering all of these services. There are a portion of them that we partner with other agencies to deliver on our behalf to the residents of Liberty Lake. You were not presenting all eight sessions. That is correct. (laughs) Since we're talking a city academy, I guess we could say we had a faculty. That's a good term for it, yes. a, A diverse selection of faculty. They were not all city employees? Not all city employees. Uh, So, for example, the fire department, our fire service is provided by the Spokane Valley Fire Department, which is its own governing entity. And so Chief Frank Soto was the presenter on the night when the fire department and EMS uh, topic was delivered. From the spring session, what were some of the highlights to you from some of the presentations? I think the general highlight was just hearing the feedback from all of the participants as they engaged in each week's session. There was just a lot of feedback that we received from people saying things like, you know, I never knew that that's how this was funded, or I wasn't aware that we didn't provide our own solid waste service or something like that. And so I think that was the biggest aggregate collective highlight. 
But then when you think about each session, there was always uh, something that I think that left people going, wow, that's really cool. And one of the things that I specifically remember when we were talking about the solid waste presentation is people were really interested to learn about how the MRF worked, which is a municipal recycling facility, because there are just so many moving parts and so much stuff is going through there. And it almost operates on a 24-7, 365 basis. And it's just really fascinating. I think for people to see behind the curtain scenes from a facility like that, because on a day-to-day basis, you really don't think about something like that. So those I think are the kinds of highlights that I enjoy most. What I found interesting attending some of these during the spring was you have eight different nights, several different topics. Some of those were more than one topic per evening. Some of those topics are stereotypically more interesting than others. I'm not going to say which ones are the least interesting because I may depend on some of those services and they may not like me downgrading some of their work. (laughs) But each one of them had a way to be interesting and engaging, I thought, with the attendees each night. Yeah, and that's kind of the goal. You know, we want to make sure that, for example, when we have a discussion about the budget, the budget can be a dry topic, but it's an extremely important one because that is how all of the resource allocation decisions are made for a year period. And there's not much opportunity to change the budget once it's appropriated. And so it's a very important topic, but it sometimes can be kind of dry. And so we look for ways to enliven it and make sure that it becomes an an exchange of ideas ideas between presenter and audience versus a lecture, because that's not the kind of delivery that will get people engaged with that kind of topic. The first city academy in Liberty Lake arrived April 2023, continued for eight weeks, once a week on Thursday nights until June of 2023. The plan was you were going to cap registrants to 20 people. You reached the cap. What type of people were you trying to reach with this? Really, the target audience are people that have a curiosity about their government. They may be already more engaged and that engagement leads them to have questions that maybe they can't find answers for immediately on the website, or they just have a a natural curiosity about what the government does and want to know more about how it does it. And so the target was those people that are just already interested in, in knowing what the city does and how it can maybe do it better and how they can plug into it as a volunteer or start coming to more council meetings and understand how the budget is appropriated and those kinds of things. And that's really who we're we're striving to attract to an academy. My hope was that we were going to fill out all 20 seats. The fact that we had 20 was the first hurdle. We got there. I think going forward, what we want to do is we want to make sure that we're recruiting folks such that you don't have a homogenous group, right? You would like a good mix because you want a cross-section of input as you're going through the delivery of the material so that people are asking questions that may not already be what everyone else is thinking. Mark, how is the City Academy relevant to residents? Why should they attend something like this? Well, I think the relevance is really dependent upon some individual's experience and what they want to learn about the city that they reside in. And so that could be one thing, or that could be, I come into this as a complete novice. Maybe I just moved here and I want to learn more about what's going on in the place that I moved to. And so we are growing and we're growing rapidly. And so that description would apply to a lot of people in town. And so if you do have an interest in learning how the city of Liberty Lake in particular delivers services, makes decisions, allocates resources, sign up and come on out. We'll help you understand all of that and have fun doing it. 
Uh, no follow-up tests. No follow-up tests. Any homework or research assignments? No. Are there any pop quizzes? No. Is there a fight song? No. No disciplinary referrals in the academy? No, although uh, some people may use the information and the connections that they make in the academy to get wild ideas in their head, like, I want to be on a board or a commission, or <laughs> I want to run for city council. And that's part of what we want this to to become is possibly somebody who, you know, is civic minded, but they don't quite know what all the things the city does. This is a great way to learn about those things and make some connections, not only with city staff and with other service providers, but with some fellow residents that may prompt you to help make that decision or give you other ideas about where opportunities to volunteer and serve may be. Yes. During the first round in spring, we had a couple people participating who are members of city commission. We had a couple of people who have chosen to run for city council. The next round for 2023 for fall is October 19th through December 14th, again on Thursday night, 6 p.m. Do you want to say anything about the fall session of City Academy? Fall session, we're looking uh, now that we're not rookies anymore to have a much better, much smoother delivery. But if you're interested in anything that you've heard on this podcast, or if you've talked with one of the first class graduates and you're interested in learning what this is all about, come on out and register. We'd love to have you. We'd love to have you be part of that conversation. And as a further testament, I will refer to some of the findings we had from a post-activity survey with the first group. We asked them a few questions, and one of the questions was, did you find participating in the City Academy to be a valuable experience? We had 14 people fill out the survey. All 14 wrote yes, and one of them added absolutely. We had another question, how likely are you to recommend future City Academy offerings to a friend? We had five options on there. 13 of the 14 who responded said, very likely. One of them added, I already did. I was extremely pleased. The goal is to impart the information and have the dialogue, have the forum for the dialogue. The fact that it went over as well as it did and was received as well as it was, you know, based on what we heard, it adds value. And so that piece made it all worthwhile. Fall session 2023 of City Academy, October 19th through December 14th, Thursday night, 6 p.m. till 7.30 p.m. The second offering, unlike the first, is going to be done in a much newer, much bigger venue. We're going to be at the Trailhead Clubhouse. And so just for that fact alone, um, that would hopefully get some folks to register and come out and not only see that facility, but be able to have a meeting every Thursday night for eight weeks in a brand new state-of-the-art first class city facility. How do people register for the fall 2023 edition of City Academy? The easiest way is to visit our website at libertylakewa.gov. There is a banner up at the top of the website. Click it and register. Thank you, Dean McAvoy, for providing this course overview, I guess. And we actually do have a final exam. Here is Summer Darrow back from the Community Engagement Commission with the answer to today's Know Your Liberty Lake trivia question. What's a service that Liberty Lakes residents get that is not provided directly through the city government? It's D. Solid waste pickup is overseen by Waste Management of Spokane Valley through a contract with Liberty Lake. Our thanks to City Administrator Mark McAvoy, the Dean, Provost, and Potentate of the City Academy. Please be sure to enroll with us online for our next session of the Liberty Lake Deep Dive.